0: You're listening to The Newest Trend in conservative Christian radio. When does a human life begin for someone? Uh, at birth. At birth? So a fetus inside a woman, is that a valuable life? No. No? I don't believe it's in the Constitution, though, racism. Oh, yeah, it is. Where is it? Um, The, the women is property. Uh, the, I, that is not in yeah. the Constitution. Google it. Maybe we can Google it. Should we build the wall? Of course not. Okay. Why is that? One, it's it's just a bunch of racist garbage to appeal to Trump's base.
1: No, I think that's how natural selection
0: is defined, right? Like, there's just a bunch of random things happening. The genetic mutations that work out, well... Logically, that makes uh-huh. sense. I would argue that yeah. through mutation, mutation is the idea of changing the information with your genes. Mutations does not change information to where you obtain a new characteristic, it will change the characteristics that you already have. Welcome, everyone, to the final episode of Questions... Chicago, are you excited about our country's future? No. Why is that?
2: <laughs> uh, it's not looking good. Uh, our, you know, there's kind of goes without saying that our leadership is kind of down the drain, and I hope that a turnaround happens because things aren't looking good.
0: <laughs> what one specific thing that you have in mind that 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 angers you or you think needs to be a lot better?
2: Um, our president.
0: Welcome to Questions for Chicago with your host, Sean Duncan. This is it. This is it. The finale to Questions for Chicago. Are you ready? I don't know if I am. It's going to be sad, but it's going to be fun, of course. And we want to thank all of you for making this possible. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to Questions for Chicago. I'm your host from the suburbs, Sean Duncan. Man, can't believe we're doing this. I really, really can It's crazy to think that this day has come. After we're done recording this episode, that is a wrap for Questions for Chicago. We're putting away all the equipment, all the microphones, all the cameras, and we're shipping it off today. Man, I I, I can't believe it. I really can't. But I want to thank all of you, our audience, the best audience in the world. That is you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening and being there with us us each step of the way. It really has meant a lot to me and everyone who works on the show here at Questions for Chicago. And what I want all of you to do, once you're done listening to this final podcast episode of the show, you need, you need To go to Facebook or YouTube and watch this episode as well. There's a lot of bonus content. You get the interviews, but you get a lot more cool stuff. We filmed a lot for you. It's by far the coolest thing we've done on this podcast. I'm not even kidding. It was so fun. I remember... Uh, filming the opening sequence, the most fun I've ever had, and it turned out way better than I thought it would. It's not perfect, it's not Hollywood, but it's cool, and you're going to want to check that out as soon as you're done listening to this. Check that out on Facebook or YouTube. Well, uh, we're sad to go. We are, we're sad to go, but we're excited for the future. As I announced in the last episode, my wife and I are moving to the Philippines, and we're going to miss everyone, uh, we're going to miss Chicago, but we are excited for what God has for us. And so, if this show has been an encouragement or an enjoyment to you, email us at qsforshy at gmail.com. I know I say that every episode, but we really want to talk to you. If this show has meant anything to you, email us at qsforchi at gmail.com. That's probably the last time I'll get to say that. And so what is our final topic for this episode? Well, we're talking about the future. We're talking about change, and we're talking about endings. Yes, very appropriate for what we're doing on this show. And of course, President Trump is going to come up in our conversations as well, along with other fun topics. And on this show, as you know, we don't shy away from the truth. We don't do it. We are pro-life, we are proud of our Christian values, and we also respect anyone who disagrees. But we don't back down from the truth. We don't do it. And what matters to us most is that everyone we talk to and every person who hears the podcast gets to hear the message of hope and love. And you're going to hear that as well in just a little bit. And so without further ado, Let's get to it. The final interviews for the show, the final interviews on the streets of Chicago with strangers, people who I don't know their names, but I'm about to hear their beliefs. Let's go for it. Let's hear what they have to say about the future changes and endings. All right. right. What's your favorite color? Green. Green. And uh, where's the best place to eat in Chicago?
1: There's a lot of good places to eat in Chicago. Where's your favorite? Um, I'm vegan, so Majani um, on the south side.
0: Oh, on the south side.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great, amazing.
0: The next few are a little more thought provoking. You just tell me what you think. I won't. I won't be offended by whatever you say. Okay. Sound good? Are you excited about your future?
1: Of course. Why is that? Uh, because I control it.
0: You control it. Okay. Sure. Do you have any plans? Yeah. Sure. feel free to name one. If not, that's okay.
1: Okay, yeah, so I'm an urban planning student at UIC.
0: Cool, 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 very cool. Are you excited about our country's future?
1: Um, so, um, I'm hopeful about it. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm hopeful about it. Okay, why is that? Um, because organizers are doing work. Uh,
0: what changes uh, do you, or what do you think our country is headed in a good direction or a bad direction right now? Where do you think it's headed?
1: Um, I feel like that's a nuanced question. I don't think it's like a, I can't choose a good or, I'm a very, I'm a very non-binary person. Like, um, I don't like to do either or, but I think it's, um, in a number of directions. There's really no, there's so many of us. We can't all go in one direction anyway.
0: Okay, I'll say this. What, what do you think is a major concern, good or bad, going forward for the country?
1: Um, there's so many major concerns. Um, for one, um, There's, like, um, a bunch of racist policies. Um, We could start, like, from a policy, like, from a policy point of view, there's a bunch of racist policies that... Oh, sure. Like what? um, First of all, okay, so, okay, okay, and not even just, you know what, I won't even say that. I'll say, like, the lasting effects from bad policies that aren't even here anymore, because it's, like there are policies that weren't, that like were enacted, you know, like in 1920 or whatever. What
0: changes besides that, uh, do you think we need to make as a country as a whole?
1: Um, there's so many changes, I'm sorry. I like, I literally do like some social justice stuff. So it's like, there's so many that for an over, it's hard to pick out what one. just come,
0: Yeah, sure. What, what just comes to mind as far as just a change that, that just needs to happen in the country?
1: Um, change the last, like change the effects of the policies, make it right. Um, monitor your companies, like dumping in low income areas, um, monitor and work with the communities.
0: You're like, talking like we do that as individuals or you're saying the government does that? Who does, who does that? Well, the, who does the monitoring?
1: Well, yeah, there's regulations, um, that do the monitoring. There's, there's, and there's many like levels of, of regulatory reg- Regulations are there's many levels of regulation, so it's like everybody who's involved of regulations um, because regulations there's like a national level, there's city level, there's like hella levels of regulation.
0: Can you have too much regulation.
1: You can't have too much, but you can't have too little, and you can't have you can have too much for certain people and then have too little for other people, and so that's a disparity. Fix the disparity.
0: Um, are there any changes? In your life that you're planning on making for yourself, not to be too personal, but whatever you are comfortable saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm always changing. Like that's 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 who I am as a person. It's like
0: anything in particular you've been thinking about working
1: on. Um. Yeah, I'm doing. Uh, I'm starting to do like wellness events. So I'm I'm planning. I'm in the stages of planning those.
0: Do you think uh, our president needs to make any changes to how he does things?
1: The whole administration.
0: Sure, sure. What what's what's number one for you that he needs to change? Everything. Everything. So, like, what, like, what in particular? Like is there a certain mindset he has? What is it that needs to change in particular?
1: Everything. I mean, I don't even have to say it. it's. We see it. Like, it's. Well, it's I funny. think I think
0: it's good to point out. Hey, there's a lot of wrong things with like this administration or this thing or that thing. But just to communicate something specific, well, what would you say? Did, did that just? This needs to happen.
1: Um. Everything, everything. I hear
0: you, but is there, is there anything just in particular? Okay, so so I, she kept saying everything. And I understand what she was saying. She disagrees with everything President Trump does, most likely. And so my point was this. If you think that there is something that is wrong, we need to be able to communicate that. I don't think it's a good thing to say that, oh, everything with that administration is just wrong. Everything's wrong. Everything's bad. It's like, no, let's be specific. Okay, And that's where I stand with President Trump. I'm willing to say the specific things that I think need to be better, that he should do this better. This policy is bad. This policy is good. There are things that he does that I think are good. They fall under Christian and conservative values. And then there are other things that I think are bad. They're not good for our country and he shouldn't do them or he shouldn't say them. Plenty of things. That's why we need to be specific. Let's not just pick sides, okay? Let's point out what is pleasing to God and what is not, what is good for our country and what is not. Not one person, not one political party is going to fall under that umbrella, and so we should just be loyal to one or the other. Let's be specific. Let's point out what is good and what is bad because no person is the answer for everything. It is simply what is right and what is wrong, And I can talk about someone that I voted for. I can talk about someone that I think is the best man for the job or the best candidate for the job. But I can also say where he's wrong, where I believe he contradicts what is right, and where I do think he's doing the best that anyone else can. Let's be specific. Not to corner you.
1: Yeah, I just think everything, everything has to go. Is
0: there something he's said or done that's really struck a chord with you, like that can't happen, anything like that?
1: Um, him existing as president. It-
0: existing as president. I think it's good to not only explain to people, you know, why something's, or that something's bad, but also why it's bad. Because there's a lot of, obviously we can tell in this country there's a lot of people who would, who would vote for him again, right? So like, what would you say to them as far as you're trying to change their mind, what, what needs to change, or why, why is that bad?
1: I don't take on the responsibility to change people's minds, especially people who understand racism. If you're racist, it's not my responsibility to change your mind.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do you think that anything else should be done for that? Or what's going to be a solution? Is there a solution? Is there no solution? Is that what you're saying?
1: Um, they can stop being racist. Like, that's the solution. Yeah.
0: Who? What? Um, okay, I do not think that everyone who voted for President Trump was racist. I don't think that. I'm sure that there may be some who were, and you can maybe point out some evidence that there were people who were from the alt-right or other white supremacist groups that do like President Trump, but there's plenty of people who don't like those kind of things, but they did vote for President Trump. I don't think that just because someone voted for someone that I don't like means that their entire ideology is off, they don't make sense, they're already gone. I don't think that. I think it's good to communicate good ideas and especially for a christian whose main purpose is sharing the gospel we need to be willing to communicate that message to people and also communicate what is good and what is bad and not just say that someone is already gone especially simply based on their political party uh do you think america will come to an end
1: um i don't know i don't know because i just feel like there are so many. There's more of us than, like, there's more... I mean, by us, I mean just, like, people who aren't government officials, people who aren't, you know, like, it's a citizen. Like, citizens have the power, so if the citizens want it to end, then it, it'll end. All
0: right. Do you think the world might come to an end?
1: <laughs> I mean, everything ends one day.
0: So that's my. That was my next question. Are there some things that last forever, or does everything come to an end?
1: Who knows? Who knows? I mean, that's for that's for... I don't even think that's us for know. That's for us to know as as human beings right now.
0: How do you feel about endings? Do you like endings? Do you hate endings? Neutral? What do you think about endings as in general?
1: Um, most of my feelings towards endings are acceptance, and like, yeah, acceptance and um, knowing that there's like a reason.
0: So that was a great interview, fun interview. Obviously, I didn't agree with everything she said, but she really cared about the things that she believed in. She seemed to be a caring person, and I respected that. And so, of course, after every interview, we talk about the gospel. We talk about Jesus. We talk about what he did for you, me, and everyone. And this lady, she listened to it, and she believed it. She accepted it right then and there, which is so, so Cool, and uh, that always gets us excited when something like that happens, when we go to record downtown. We're going to talk more about the gospel in a little bit, and another thing I have to add is that there's an interview that we did, we're not going to play it here, we don't have time, but another person also got saved on this recording trip, and usually we don't have more than one uh, during a trip, but for our final trip downtown, our final recording session, we had two people except jesus christ as savior and that is the coolest thing ever i think that was a great way to end our recording and wrap downtown it's really really fun and so we're going to talk more about that in a little bit but for right now we're going to get to our next interview and uh, talk with a person who thought a lot like this person it was really really fun to talk to her let's see what she has to say about changes endings and other things let's go for it what's your favorite color Teal. Teal. Yeah. That's very cool. And then where's the best place to eat in Chicago?
2: Oh, wow. I just had a really good hot dog at a hot dog stand. If I can remember what it was called, that'd be great, but yeah, I don't.
0: Sure. <laughs> was it like a, like a real Chicago hot yes. dog?
2: Yeah, it was my first real Chicago hot dog. It was delicious. Nice.
0: Awesome. Very cool. There's a place called Gene and Jude's. It's not in downtown, but it's, it's close, and it's really, really good Chicago hot dogs. The next, if you're a little more thought-provoking, you tell me what you think. I won't be offended by what you say. Okay. Are you excited about your future?
2: You know, <laughs> my future is a big question mark. I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess I'll be excited once I know I want to do with my life. But for now, it's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on.
0: <laughs> sure, I, I, I think I think we all know that feeling. Are you excited about our country's future? No. You know, why is that? <laughs>
2: uh, it's not looking good. Uh, our, You know, there's kind of goes without saying that our leadership is kind of down the drain and I hope that a turnaround happens because things aren't looking good.
0: <laughs> what one specific thing that you have in mind that 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 angers you or you think needs to be a lot better?
2: Um our president.
0: <laughs> sure, yeah. What that probably is one of my questions. What what would he need to change? What do you think needs to be better?
2: I think that he's beyond repair. I think that it's just him as a person. Uh, I think that he is too far gone. I think he's getting worse. I think he just needs to. Get rid of him.
0: <laughs> Obviously, a big part of the country seems to support him. What would you say to them? What's something you can pinpoint? Hey, this is wrong. This is bad. I don't like this.
2: Again, if they still support him, I don't think that there's anything that we can say to sway them, persuade them otherwise. Because, I mean, look at the things that he said that's so inflammatory and insensitive. And it's just if they think that that's OK and acceptable, what can I say to them that will matter at all?
0: OK, I've got something to say about that. Um, this kind of echoes what our last interview said, saying like, I mean, look at President Trump. I mean, if you do look at President Trump, especially from, from someone who, who believes in, in Christian values, believes the Bible, obviously he does a lot of things that are wrong. His attitude is wrong. His language is wrong a lot of times. Uh, his personality, there's so many flaws, there are so many things that are cringeworthy and wrong. And obviously there's things that he's done, especially in the past, that are immoral, wrong. He's definitely not a great role model for the country. I have no problem, no problem saying that. However, that does not mean that everyone who voted for him or preferred him over Hillary Clinton means that they just accept everything that he does and they're just lost human beings of no clue what they're doing. I don't believe that at all. Most people who voted for President Trump did it while swallowing in a lot of reservations. They did it while holding their nose. They said, okay, this is what I gotta do. I don't like it, but this is the best option. Most people, as they should, vote the lesser of two evils. That's what a lot of people did in this past election. And of course, he's governed conservatively in a lot of areas. There's other areas where he's not and where he's governed in a way that is wrong, that does not help the country either. But most people that voted for him Understand that, that he is not the perfect option. He is not ideal in any way. I do want a president who I can look up to, and there's a lot of qualities that President Trump has that are not worth looking up to at all. But here's the thing. When you vote for a president... Okay, you also have to consider the consequences of voting one side or the other. And many people looked at the Democratic option and said those consequences are much, much worse than if I voted for President Trump. Socialism can end this country much quicker than a president who has some very immature personality flaws. That's just a fact. Socialism will destroy the economy. Socialism will destroy many industries who were built up on capitalism, who were built up on the free market. Socialism can wipe that out quicker than a blink of an eye. And that is why many people held their nose and voted for President Trump. So if you believe... And that's totally fine if you do, if you believe that there is going to be a better option in the future. You should be willing to communicate that to other people and say, hey, President Trump does this, and I think this person will do something better and be willing to communicate. I don't think anyone should say that, oh, People who like him, they're already gone. They're lunatics. They're crazy. I don't think that is what people should say. We should be willing to communicate with people that we disagree with and explain to them why we believe what we believe, not just what we believe, and explain why we care and why we think this is best for you and I. Interesting, interesting. Anything specific he said or, or done?
2: Um, Just little comments, like making fun of people with disabilities. There's one. Um... Just his hypocrisy and there are just too many things to count. And yeah.
0: see, he isolated on that level of of personal flaws? Some might argue, I guess, that it's a political thing. Many politicians have that. But what would you say to that?
2: Um, That what makes him different from others? It's it's hard to say. Um, I mean, there are a lot of politicians and particularly in his party that are just kind of going along with whatever he's saying, even if it's something that they have said in the past that, you know, they contradict themselves to go along with him. And so he's just kind of the leader of the craziness. So I think that he's causing other people to be pulled into the craziness more. Yeah. I
0: hear you. Um, What changes uh, do you think that we as citizens can make to maybe get things going in a better direction?
2: Uh, definitely speak up, organize, Um, just organize. That's the main thing.
0: Yeah. That sounds great. Um, How do you think that our country will come to an end one day?
2: (laughs) Everything comes to an end. So
0: (laughs) that is one of my questions. Do you think that everything ends or do you think that some things last forever? I I know kind of a deep question.
2: Right. I mean, I believe in cycles. So when one thing ends, another begins. So endings aren't necessarily bad, um, but inevitably that's life, you know? Life is beginnings and endings. And Is
0: there anything that's constant, anything that just stays forever?
2: I think that there will always be good people, no matter what, no matter how many bad people there are, there will always be love. <laughs> so that's one thing that I think won't end.
0: Um, do you think the world might come to an end one day?
2: One day, sure. I mean, that's that's nature. It, whether we have any part of it or not, that's just how things are.
0: <laughs> Do you think we can avoid a, a, a certain demise like that?
2: <laughs> um, well, there's certainly not a lot that we're doing that's not helping. <laughs> yeah, we are destroying our oceans and all that good stuff, all that. Yeah. So there's definitely changes that we can make.
0: Is, it, is that situation, some might say, that's beyond repair? Do you think that way?
2: Um, certainly some of it. I'm no scientist, so uh, I think that a lot of it is the changes. It's not so much personal changes, because I can only do so much. A lot of pollution is caused by corporations and their pollution, and there's only so much that the individual can do. So I think that corporations, it's going to come from them to really make bigger changes.
0: Would you think that America is the biggest problem in that area, climate change, pollution?
2: I mean, I don't have... The numbers or anything like that, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't know. Uh, I'm.
0: It's an honest answer.
2: Yeah, I, I'm sure that. Yeah, I can't say anything that I don't know.
0: <laughs> that was wise of her to say. She didn't have the statistics, so she wasn't willing to say. If you do look at the statistics, America is not the biggest contributor of quote unquote climate. Change. Many other countries are much bigger factor in that area. And I do believe that there is some level of climate change. We do do things as humans that cause different things to happen in our environment. Now, the idea that it is a disastrous, disastrous thing that will cause the world to end in just a few years, I don't believe that. I don't think there's evidence to support that. That is a very politicized topic. And of course, they talk about it in Congress a lot, they debate it a lot. And the idea that America alone, if we do all these changes that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants us to do, that we will save our earth, well, that just doesn't add up according to their math because a bunch of other countries are doing a lot of things that quote-unquote are destroying our planet. And so that idea, uh, I understand it, uh, but I don't completely agree with the whole notion of it. I do think there are some things that we do that do affect the climate, and we can take care of our world much better. But of course, God is in control. We understand that as well. With that being said, let's move on. <laughs> as far as going back to endings, do you like endings? Do you hate endings? Are you so-so about endings? What do you think about those?
2: Uh, just in general. Certain endings are sad, of course, but I mean, getting older, you see that things are meant to end. And like I said, when you when something ends, something else begins. So it's not all endings are sad.
0: I would, I would absolutely agree with that. Of course, the show is ending, but that means a new beginning for my wife and I. Something might be ending in your life that may cause you to be sad, might cause some grief, but it, it can always be seen as a new beginning for something else. And so you can always put that positive spin, I do think. Uh, some things are tragic, but uh, other endings are a way for you to start something new create a new beginning and do something good even for the lord and so keep that positive mindset I think that was a very good thing for her to say i think that's a good way to put it and then last one uh, we talked about change a little bit earlier um are there any changes you're making in your own life not to get too personal but what, what what do you think about your own life what are you trying to change or do better
2: um so a lot of a lot's about to change for me because I'm about to move to another state I'm from maryland moving to new jersey and i know no one where i'm going so it's kind of a fresh start so i'm hoping maybe to do school i did two semesters and dropped out a few years ago and so i'm like maybe i'll just start something new so yeah
0: Okay, so that was a fun interview. Again, I didn't agree with everything she said, but I respected what she said. I I appreciate her charisma, her positive attitude, and it was fun to talk to her. We talked about the gospel. She respectfully uh, declined, but uh, we parted ways, uh, having enjoyed the conversation. And so it's fun talking about endings, change. We talked about personal changes, changes that we can make for the future. And, of course, the choices we make do affect The future. God is in control, but we also reap what we sow. And so, as we move forward in life, we should make changes that allow us to make better and better decisions, wiser decisions, more biblical decisions, so that our future can be better and we can reap better things from what we have sowed. I think that's a really good thing. With that being said, we're going to go on to our last interview uh, a fun interview. A guy wearing a fanny pack. And so uh, we can't give everyone nicknames because not everyone has something unique about them. But this guy had a fanny pack on, the only guy I think I've ever interviewed who had a fanny pack. This is Fanny Pack Guy, and we're going to see what he has to say about this topic. Let's go for it.
3: What is your favorite color? My favorite color would have to be red. Red.
0: And then where's the best place to eat in Chicago?
3: Best place to eat in Chicago... (sighs) I think it's called River City Oven Grinders, I believe. It's like pizza, but it's like in a bowl. And so, like, there's more cheese and stuff. And, like, it's delicious. It's all the ingredients of a pizza, but kind of like a soup, I think. It has
0: to be the most interesting thing I've heard. I'm going to go there today. That's awesome. Um, Are you excited about your future? I am excited about my future, yeah. Why is that? I get to go to school in California,
3: hopefully, which should be fun. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Very cool.
0: Are you excited about our country's future? No. No. Why is that?
3: I think we're going to a really bad place.
0: Anything know. specific that you would say towards that? And I won't be offended by anything you say.
3: Um, I would say the fact that everyone gets offended by everything everyone says. Like, no one can really say anything, which is understandable. But, like, I just feel like we need to be open and, like, be able to talk about tough issues and stuff without having to worry about offending people. Because how else are you going to talk about it, you know?
0: I think that's a really great point. Uh, There are touchy subjects that people have strong feelings about on both sides of an argument, and a lot of times when even just the subject is brought up, things that involve race or gender, when someone tries to talk about the problems with maybe the LGBTQ community or ideas about racism, institutional racism in the country, when we try to address those topics, a lot of people tend to be offended and the mainstream media tends to back them up in their offense. But instead, these are issues that should be talked about and should be worked out. And we should question the status quo of what the mainstream idea is and say, hey, A lot of people are saying this about gender and about race, and maybe that's not right. And we should be willing to have conversations about that. Christians should be willing to speak up about those sorts of things. And we should be willing to pray about them as well. And if people just keep getting offended by this or that, it does make it harder. But as people who are fighting for the truth, our job is to speak the truth and leave the rest up to God. That's that's awesome. That's very cool. Do you think our country is headed in a good direction or a bad direction? I think right now a bad direction. Yeah, and specifically
3: Um, it just seems like tension is building like everywhere like within our own country and amongst like other countries and stuff and like You know, we now have the power to end the whole world with a couple buttons and stuff So it seems like it's gotten worse just since the beginning of time like, it seems like we're going downhill.
0: Sure. What, what's, uh, what's the solution to that, you say? And the solution to that? Probably God,
3: I would have to say. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of solutions. There's a lot of stuff that could change. But like the best, I think, answer and the best hope I think we have would be God. Yeah,
0: I, I agree. <laughs> he is the one that we all should look up to. Above the President Trump, above our senators, above our mayors, above all our political celebrity figures, above everyone else. God is the answer. If we put all our faith in one guy, say President Trump, we're going to be disappointed. Of course. Uh, there's many areas in which he fails. There are no areas in which God fails. And so I think his point right there makes a lot of sense. I agree with it completely. Good. Sweet. So uh, you said the solution would would be God. Okay, cool. Very cool. Um, Are there any changes um, that you would say you need to make in your own life or that you're trying to make? Not to be too personal. Yeah, no,
3: definitely. Um, I think for me personally, it would just be like, I guess, listening to more people and being more open to different people's ideas instead of like sticking to what I think my worldview is. So I think it's really important that, yeah, we listen to what other people have to say and like try to see things from other people's perspectives and stuff, because then, you know, you can actually get an idea for what's right and wrong, not just what you were raised to believe, because, you know, your opinion could be
0: really biased and you wouldn't know it. Hey, that's a great, great point. Do you think our president needs to make some changes to things? Yes. Okay, well, what, anything specific you would say needs to change? Like, he needs to make changes to our country or make changes sure, to himself? Or, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, obviously, I think it's both as obvious. But what would you think about the country?
3: About the country? Um, I think that we need to worry about kids a lot more because that's that's really where the future is. I mean, adults, you can't really change their minds too much, I think.
0: So how would you How would you affect kids? Uh, As president,
3: uh, public school programs are terrible, awful. Common Core is awful. It's terrible. Kids aren't learning. It's just a place to dump kids to get them into college and find something for them to do. Yeah, it definitely public school needs a lot of change. Mm -hmm. So
0: would you say more regulation, deregulation? What do you think?
3: Um, I think that the students need to be able to work or the teachers need to be able to work more with the students instead of just teaching a class or, like, showing a PowerPoint and stuff. They need—students should be able to, like, ask questions and stuff and not feel like they're wasting people's time. And, like, you know, it should be more at the student's pace instead of the students have to keep up with the school's pace. That's what I think. Well,
0: that's—I think so, too. Uh, do you think that America will come to an end one day? Yes. You think so? How? Or what do you think is possible? I think it's going to be just nukes everywhere. I think— Press the button and it's going to be over. Very, very sobering. Sad, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So in that same respect, do you think the world's going to end that way too? Yeah, I
3: think that's how the world's going to end. If it ends, yeah. I mean, who knows? We could fix everything and figure it all out and stuff.
0: But, you know, we'll trust Elon Musk on that one, I think. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Uh, do you like endings or do you not like endings neutral towards them? What do you think about endings in general?
3: I think. I think endings are good. I like closure, I would have to say. So, yeah, I think it's good for things to come to an end as long as you can reflect on it and work on new things to come, you know, based off of what you learned from
0: the end of that one thing. Thanks. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Uh, Do you think all things come to an end, just everything, or do you think some things last forever? I think some things last forever. Yeah. What, What in particular? I mean
3: unfortunately racism will probably be around forever you know um poverty will probably be around forever um world hunger probably around forever there's gonna be war and fighting That's right. until we all get nuked yeah until we all get nuked right until the world ends then
0: yeah anything else that you would see as a constant even if the world did end what lasts forever constant. yeah God again God that makes sense yeah. anything else yeah
3: no that would probably be it yeah
0: so a great interview with a guy that I agreed with a lot more. Uh, on those topics. And a fun guy to talk to, we talked about the gospel. He already believed he was a believer. Uh, He really liked everything that I said about the gospel. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. And so that was our final interview. questions for Chicago. I know, sad. But uh, of course, uh, we appreciate everyone who's been willing to talk to us on the show, whether we disagree on everything or we agree on everything. It's been fun. It's been a pleasure uh, talking to those people, talking about the gospel. And of course, many people through the show, I believe, are on their way to heaven because of the message of the gospel, not because of me or how great I am or my efforts, because of the one who saved us, Jesus Christ. Christ. Let's talk about that one last time. You realize that I've talked about Christianity, the Bible, and God a lot, and uh, you might disagree, you might not care, you might not have really thought about those things before. And I'll tell you this, we were filming something cool for our final episode. Again, you need to check that out if you haven't yet. And uh, we went to this police memorial to film our gospel portion. It's this police memorial in downtown Chicago near Soldier Field. And, uh, we just looked around, and you could see all the names of men and women who served in the police force, who gave up something to help people, whether they had major injuries or whether they sacrificed their lives for other people. They did those things so that the streets of Chicago could be safer, so that violence could go down, so that evil could go down, and that people could have peace, people could have freedom. And I thought about all the times that I walked around downtown Chicago. I've walked around downtown Chicago a lot. And I realized that the impact of these people who have died or have been severely injured, these men and women who have served on the Chicago Police Department, they did a lot. They sacrificed a lot so that things could be safer where I was in Chicago, so that people wouldn't be coming up to me, stabbing me, killing me, whatever. I benefited From them, I benefited from them, and I was just reading their names for the first time. I didn't know who they were. Usually, when you see a police officer, you're just worried about you know not speeding and things like that. But I realized that my safety is not just because of what I've done for myself, my safety is a result of what other people have sacrificed for me, and I didn't even know who those people were. I didn't know one name. In that memorial. But just because I didn't know who they were didn't mean that they didn't do something for me. And friend, whoever you are, you may not know much about Jesus. You may not know much about God or the Bible. You might not care. You might have departed from that lifestyle, that religion, whatever it may be. But just because you don't really know about Jesus doesn't mean that he didn't do something for you. Just because you might not believe in Jesus doesn't mean he didn't do something for you. Just because you hate religion or you hate that lifestyle doesn't mean that Jesus didn't do something for you. He did. He absolutely did. Jesus Christ died on the cross for you. How do I know that? Well, I know it from the truth Of the Bible. The fact is this when we die, we're going to an eternal state. We are. And that eternal state could be heaven or it could be hell. Sin has to be punished by hell. That is what a just God has to do. And with our sin, God says, I cannot let you enter into the kingdom of heaven. I want to, but I can't do it. I am a just God. Your sin has to be punished. And so it sounds like we're doomed because we're all sinners. No one's perfect. So we're all on our way to hell. God said, I love you, but I hate your sin. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my son Jesus to die on the cross for your sin. You see, when Jesus died, when he was beaten and he hung on that cross, he was paying the penalty for your sin so that you wouldn't have to pay that penalty in hell. He did it already. He completed the work. All your sins, past, present, future. He paid for it on the cross. He did that for you. You might not know who he is. You might not know about God or the Bible, but he did that for you. He did. And with that payment, that means you do not have to go to hell. You can go to heaven. But there's one thing. You have to accept this Gift. You see, since he paid for it all, you can enter heaven under no works of your own. You don't have to work your way into heaven. You don't have to pay money to the church to go to heaven. You don't have to do anything to go to heaven. The Bible says it's a free gift. And all you have to do is accept the free gift. Ephesians 2 8 and 9 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. I, calling myself a Christian, doing good things, trying to be godly, making the show, it doesn't make me any better to earn my way into heaven. I'm going to heaven because I accepted the gift of salvation. I accepted the penalty of my sin being paid for on the cross by simply believing in what Jesus did for me. That's how I know I'm going to heaven. The Bible says you accept it by faith, just believing in what was done for you. Many people say, you can't know for sure that you're going to heaven. You can't know. There's no way to know for sure. The Bible says there is a way to know for sure. You can know. You can have that confidence. 1 John 5.13 says, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. If you believe in what Jesus did for you, You have eternal life. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You don't lose it. It's yours forever. And so you can do that right now, wherever you are. You can say, God, I know I'm a sinner, but I'm trusting in the fact that you sent your son to die on the cross for me and that he paid for my sins on the cross. I believe that. If you believe that, the Bible says you have eternal life. Isn't that amazing? And so, like other religions, we don't have to try and work better than the other. Earn our way. Trying to earn God's love. God's love is free. And you can accept the gift of His love by believing. Isn't that awesome? Whoever you are, I encourage you to do that right now. That's what this show has been all about. And I don't do it in order to pride myself or show how great we are, but we do it because we know the message is important. I'm a wicked sinner, but I'm saved by grace, and you can be too. And so, in the final moments of this podcast, it's sad to say goodbye, but I just want to say thank you one last time to all of you who have been so supportive listening to the show, all of you who have been supportive of me and my wife and what we're doing. We can't do it without you. This show Everything I'm doing wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for the examples that were set before me, good, faithful men and women who showed me what it means to be a Christian and what I should do after I'm saved, not for my salvation, but because I'm saved, what I should do out of gratitude, what I should do out of purpose for my Savior. And so that's why we've been doing this. And so that is a wrap for Questions for Chicago. That is it. After I hit stop on the microphone, we're done, and we'll pack it all up. And so I'll miss this. I'll miss Chicago. I'll miss all of you, but I thank you so much for listening, and it's been so fun doing this show. And so not much left for me to say, except that I'm Sean Duncan coming at you from the studio. Stay classy, Chicago. And as always...